In the early hours of a Sunday night in Tempe, Arizona, Elaine Herzberg was walking with her bike. It had shopping bags draped over the handlebars, and she was heading east. Elaine came to a motorway that she needed to cross. Instead of using the pedestrian crossing 100 metres or so down the road, she opted to just cross the road where she was. As Elaine crossed the motorway, a prototype self-driving car made by Uber was approaching at 69 kilometres per hour in auto-drive mode. In the car was a human backup driver, who was to watch the road at all times, and take over if anything went astray. The driver failed to see Elaine, the car failed to see Elaine, and both failed to stop the vehicle before she was hit. Elaine Herzberg, on the 18th of March, 2018, became the first recorded fatality from a self-driving car. In the investigations following the crash, many factors muddied the waters of who exactly was to be held responsible for the death of Elaine Herzberg. Cameras in the car suggest that the backup driver was watching TV on her phone and only looked up half a second before the collision. But also, the car was supposed to warn the driver when there was a possible hazard approaching, and it didn't do that. And, to muddy it even further, it was 10pm at night, so visibility was very low and Elaine decided not to use the pedestrian crossing on a high-speed motorway. Essentially what I was really wondering about is moral responsibility for the actions of AI. Bryony Blackmore is a PhD student from the Department of Philosophy here at Otago, and she has spent the last three years working on her thesis that explores the relationship between humans and artificial intelligence when things go wrong. When an AI acts, who's the responsible party? And I kind of became very interested in this question because I was talking to someone who said clearly it's the person who's operating the AI that's responsible for it, for its actions. And that just struck me as quite unintuitive. <laughs> um, and I thought that that seems bizarre. Surely sometimes it's the, it's the person who built it. Um, sometimes maybe no one's responsible at all. Maybe we need to start accepting that as a possibility. So. My project basically looked at looked at all those options. You know, are there cases in which AI, are, um, well, humans can be responsible for AI actions? Are there cases in which AI are responsible for their actions? Are there cases in which no one can be responsible at all? Machine learning is a type of artificial intelligence that enables systems to learn and improve from experience rather than being directly programmed. The artificial intelligence is told what the desired outcome is, but not how to achieve it. The AI then needs to use machine learning to identify patterns and determine how exactly it can reach the objective. But because the AI is not directly programmed, we often have very little or even zero idea on how these systems operate. We know what goes in and we see what comes out but we have a very limited understanding of what exactly is happening inside. Some are much more predictable or like we can kind of understand a bit more than others. Then you've got something like an artificial neural network and those are just 
really tricky to uh, work out what they're doing because you've effectively got this input something magical goes on in the middle and then you've got this output um, because it's sort of determining the patterns itself and so that is yeah really tricky and even the people building these applications now the computer scientists the AI developers are like I don't know how we got there <laughs> um, which is kind of a funny space to be in because I feel like the older applications we had much more of a handle on how you got from point A to point B and now even the the experts who used to know how we went from point A to point B are starting to sort of scratch their heads about it a bit. <laughs> Not only are the waters murky when we're thinking about AI, even just the concept of responsibility is one we don't really know how to navigate. There are sort of a few conditions one needs to meet in order to be morally responsible. So you need to have some knowledge about the situation. You can't be responsible for something you don't understand or you didn't know was going to cause some sort of harm or that sort of stuff. You've got a control requirement, so you had to have had control over the situation. Um, you've got to be sort of causally connected to it and that sort of thing. So the ingredients for moral responsibility kind of rely on our knowledge of how a person may, could and should act in any given situation. This works well for other people, generally speaking, because we are other people. We understand how people work. And so when we apply this to artificial intelligence that we don't fully understand, it's a concoction that doesn't really mix that well. It became increasingly obvious to me that so much of the time now, we don't know what's happening with AI. We don't know how to stop it in certain situations. We can't predict the outcome it's going to come up with. Um, even if we've been super, super careful with how we've developed it and been very clear and good with testing and that sort of stuff, it still can sometimes pop out with some, some unexpected results. So I sort of looked at a bunch of cases of where it looked difficult to attribute. You know, I just needed to look at it carefully and it would become kind of clear who was responsible. And increasingly I was like, oh, really not clear. Or like, yes, sometimes you can tell who's responsible, but it's like not practical to go after them or each person's responsibility is in the matter is so like diffuse that you can't you can't do much and then I looked at this notion that maybe no one's responsible and I think that's probably a lot of where where things are at at the moment um, I think we increasingly need to accept that as an option but the concept of nobody having responsibility is a concept that doesn't really fit in the human mind when something goes wrong we like to point the finger at the person or people whose fault it is. But for situations like these, Bryony proposes that we adapt a system similar to ACC, where victims of these artificial accidents can get some sort of compensation, even when it's impossible to find a guilty party. We like pointing at someone and saying, you need to sort it out. And I just think that it's, you know, if we commit to that kind of way of looking at things, well, the victims end up wearing it. Because it's so hard to attribute responsibility, and there are a bunch of cases now where it just seems impossible to, if you don't have compensation and responsibility as separate things, then you have a 
bunch of people wearing the consequences of actions, seeing no sort of compensation, um, whether that be like monetary or something. So in the end, I proposed something kind of in the realm of New Zealand's ACC system, except for AI. So if an AI harm occurs, you can get compensation through something like a government scheme, allowing the victims to access something like a compensation system is really good because it takes the sort of onus off them um, in terms of like having to prove sort of intent from AI developers or operators. When the self-driving test vehicle for Uber was approaching Elaine Herzberg as she crossed the road, the car first identified her as another vehicle 5.6 seconds away. It saw no need to alert the backup driver. The car then changed its initial assessment as it did not know what Elaine was. 2.6 seconds away from colliding with her, the car decided to identify her as a cyclist. At 1.5 seconds away from collision, the car switched back to considering her as an unidentified object and then back again to a cyclist. The system then tried to make a plan to steer around Elaine but decided it couldn't almost immediately. 0.2 seconds before impact, the car alerted the backup driver it needed to slow down. But it was obviously far too late. I think often we start doing stuff because something's blown up, right? Like it's a retrospective action of, oh my, that's an issue. Wish we'd kind of done something already. 